Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. If you are struggling with social media, you are going to love this episode with today's guest. Andrea Jones has built an online business that's committed to empowering businesses to utilize the power of social media in a more positive and impactful way. She's also a podcast host herself of the Savvy Social Podcast. She has her own marketing agency. And she serves over 200 students in her membership called the Savvy Social School. So welcome. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I would love for you to tell everyone your story, how you got started, and why you really love social media so much for entrepreneurs. So I actually took on to social media and just online blogging and things like that fairly early. And 2004 was when I started my blog. At the time, that was very odd. Uh, Most of my friends and family were like, this is weird to put your life online like this. Then in 2007, I started my YouTube channel and I actually ended up meeting my husband on YouTube. We collaborated kind of like we're doing the podcast today. We did a video together and then we just kept talking after. But that really is part of the story. And the reason I started the business side of things was because we lived in different countries. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. He lived in Toronto, Canada. So we did long distance for a little bit. Then we fell in love. We got married and I moved from my hometown to live with him in Canada. With that move, I quit my job. I was working in corporate. I was at the Marriott hotels actually working there as a manager. And I did not like it. So I was like, yeah, I'll quit my job. (laughs) Moved in with him with no plan, but started freelancing in social media. I did all of the things at first, but really found that a lot of people didn't like social media. This was in 2014. A lot of businesses were picking it up. They knew they should be posting to things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but they didn't want to do it themselves. And so I found a very repeatable business model doing the services as a freelancer. So that's how I started. And today I have the agency, as you mentioned, we have 15 team members. We serve between 25 and 30 clients at any given time. And then we also teach these strategies for smaller businesses in our Savvy Social School program. I like social media. It's really got the power of connection behind it. So I like it, but I use it in moderation. And so those are the strategies that I teach as well when I'm talking about social media. I think any of our introvert listeners will love that. A lot of questions that you see in Facebook groups, like what is one thing that you would want to outsource right now? Or what is the first thing you would outsource if you could? And it's always a high majority is social media. (laughs) Yes. And I'm an introvert as well. The internet makes me seem more confident than I am, but I do not like even going to conferences and things. I can do a very limited amount of them. And about a couple hours in, I'm done and I go hide in my hotel room. I am very introverted in real life, but 
with social media, I can plan my posts ahead of time. I can log on when I'm comfortable to log on. I don't have to be on all the time, so to speak. So I actually really like social media for that reason. As a fellow introvert, I feel like I can actually take breaks and things way more than I could when I was working my corporate job, which was like, as soon as you stepped in the doors, you were talking to people all day long. That's not fun for an introvert. (laughs) Do you feel like social media, people make it a little bit more complicated and overwhelming than it really has to be? I feel like that's usually a thing that people are just making too complicated. (laughs) And I think it's because we see all of the complex things that people are posting out there. What we don't realize is that they have teams of people behind them. I know this because that's what we do in our agency. Our clients are typically life coaches, thought leaders, or personality brands. And they have a team of 15 people making it look like they just woke up and decided to post whatever they posted today, right? When it's really planned weeks or months in advance. I think part of this overwhelm is as business owners, we're trying to compare ourselves to other people. And we try to do the most and we just burn out and we don't have the capacity for that. I like to compare this a lot to getting fit or working out. I like to take walks daily and that's pretty much it. Sometimes I'll ride my bike or roller skate, but I'm not trying to become like a CrossFit ninja warrior type person. That is not my ministry, that is not my life. But I think sometimes as business owners, we're looking at those other people and we're going, oh, we should have muscles like that. So we try to overwork ourselves to get to that point. But even the people who do CrossFit, it took them years to get to that point. You can't just wake up and go hard in the gym for a couple of weeks and you'll have all of the muscles. And so I think when we look at social media, that's what we do. We try to post every day or multiple times a day. If we're talking about a platform like Instagram, we also have to think about stories. We have to think about reels now. We have to do IGTV, carousel posts, feed posts. Like We're overwhelming ourselves with all of the potential, but you can choose to show up in a way that serves you and serves your business. And it doesn't have to be a long list of doing all of the things that are possible. That's such good advice too, because I feel like so many people hear the word, you have to be consistent on social media and they, in their mind, flip that to be, okay, I have to show up like every day. I have to be on stories every day. I have to do a reel every other day. And consistency doesn't have to mean daily for you. It, It can be more simple than that. Consistency is really going at your own frequency. You can decide the frequency. And a lot of my students and clients actually put a time limit on it. Instead of a number of posts, they give themselves a time block. Every Friday at two o'clock, I'm going to sit down and write out my captions for the next week. And if you give yourself that time limit, you may actually be able to shape a habit that will help you consistently put out content without feeling like you're on this content hamster wheel where you're spending five, six, seven hours a week on this. So with that hour a week, some of my clients only get one or two posts out, but those posts are really impactful and they speak to the work that they do. Some people are a little bit faster. They get five or six posts out. That's great for them. But when we think about that consistency piece, it's really going at your own frequency, whatever that frequency is, as long as you're consistent to yourself when showing up that way. So what is your favorite marketing platform for your business? Is it Instagram? Yes, I love Instagram. First of all, it's like 10 platforms in one. There's so many options for where you can go. But I also love that as a business, I can connect with both individuals and businesses. Some of the other platforms like 
LinkedIn or Facebook, there's a personal profile and a business profile and they're completely separate. But with Instagram, it's all together. So I really enjoy that platform. How do you feel about the engagement piece of Instagram? Because I feel like as introverts, that's something that we especially struggle with. Everyone says you need to engage consistently and community build, but sometimes it can be so draining to force yourself to engage. It is draining. And especially as introverts, because we tend to be a little bit more empathic. So what I do is I give myself a time limit again. I'm a huge fan of batching and time blocking. So I would suggest spend 15 or 20 minutes, five days a week. And if you don't feel like doing it, you can skip a day. I think that that will really help. You can also get assistance to help as your business grows. One of the things that helped me with this community building thing is to really focus on other people. So I think sometimes we get caught up in our own head, like, what are we going to say? How are we going to introduce ourselves? But I just leave compliments. That's it. That's my only goal. And I've actually found the best way to do this for me personally is to respond to Instagram stories. So it doesn't feel like I'm on display for everybody. I'm just having a one-to-one conversation. If someone posts an Instagram story about a new podcast they're launching, I may just respond and say, congratulations. Or if the graphic designer posted an Instagram story about one of their clients launching a new website, I would leave a compliment. I went to look at the website. It looks so great. I love the work that you do. And so really just leaving compliments, even just responding as an emoji. Sometimes when you go to respond, it gives you emoji options. Sometimes that's all I'll do. To me, that is enough to build my network. And I look at it as building collaboration partners. So I don't necessarily go directly after my end consumer, the person who's going to join the Savvy Social School or become a client. I look for people who will send other people to me, or maybe we can be on each other's podcasts or something like that. Like I try to find a way that suits me and my business. I love that you said that because I always push and love collaboration. You never know where an opportunity is going to come from and how you can collaborate, reaching out to somebody and commenting on their story. And then later on, you're in their mind about a virtual summit that they're running or inviting you to come into their coaching program to do a expert presentation. You never know where those opportunities are going to come from. And that's what I love about social media. I mean, that's how I met my husband too. I was like laughing at his silly YouTube channel and then we collaborated and here we are. I also met my mastermind group that way through Instagram. We were commenting on each other's photos and just hanging out on Instagram. And then one of the gals put us all in a group chat. There's four of us. And then we decided, hey, let's try masterminding for a year. And over three years later, we are still masterminding at least once a month. So (laughs) we've collaborated together. We've done projects together. We're not in the same businesses specifically. So it's great because we get to lift each other up. It doesn't feel competitive. And to me, I just have such a warm feeling about social media because of the relationships that I've got to build over the years, all without leaving my house. It's so true. And that's such an awesome thing for introverts is that you can build these relationships through social media. It doesn't have to be in person. And I love that you put a positive spin on your engagement with compliments. I feel like sometimes when we're scrolling social media, we're getting overwhelmed with all the content and all the energy. We're taking in everyone's energy, like you said, as introverts. And it can be draining. But if you focus on 
adding compliments and boosting somebody else's day, that is a great way to not only build your own community, but build those relationships and collaborations. I love that you do that. And I have one more story I can share an example of this. This was 2018. I was working with a lot of podcasters. My clients just happened to be podcasters. I knew that podcast editors and producers were really great collaboration partners for me because we could literally just exchange clients. So I decided that I was only going to focus on this strategy for podcasters and podcast editors. And I probably reached out to over 100 people, liking, commenting, following. I got into DM conversations with 10 people. And when I started the conversation, I would say, hey, I think we have the same clients. Maybe we could hop on a coffee chat and see how we could collaborate. One of those turned into an amazing resource for me, Travis Brown at Podcast Buddy. I ended up hiring him because I really enjoyed how he approached his work. So he edited the Savvy Social Podcast for two years before we brought it in-house. We've exchanged clients over the years. And he just messaged me this morning asking if I was going to podcast movement and if we could hang out, which I'm not sure if I'm going yet. But it's things like that where these relationships are vital to the success of our businesses. It's not just a one and done, I hope you give me a client or a customer. It's how can we lift each other up over the years? And if you think about even just big companies or celebrities, they all have someone backing them and they have their teams in their corner. So you want to think about how you can build that up for yourself. I love that. Yeah. And collaboration over competition is the quote that I love. And I think that's the most important piece too, is the collaboration piece, which I think, again, with social media, it's so easy to compare, right? It's so easy to feel like, oh man, that person has thousands more followers than me or whatever the case may be, but we're all humans here. We're all trying to figure this out. I love the hashtag, keep social media social. I love looking through it because it's so true. For a while there, it felt like social media kind of moved away from the actual social aspect of it, especially with the changes in the world right now. Everyone is craving connection even more. Oh yeah, this past year has been a great example of how much we lean on social media and the digital tools that we have at our disposal to make those connections. Do you find yourself using social media more because of that or less? Definitely more. (laughs) And I feel like it's Instagram. I've actually gotten my love for it back for a long time. I was in that boat where it was causing me to compare and I would just get on there and scroll forever and lose track of time. But now I find that I'm actually enjoying it and I'm loving, like you said, building those relationships with people. I think that's it too, is that you got to figure out a way to make it work for yourself. And some of that does mean taking the time to figure that out. But once you do, I find it's so rewarding. It's worth it. The temporary pain of maybe learning how to use one of the new features or figuring out your own frequency is worth the long-term positive effects of really nailing down a strategy that works for you and your business. That's so important because otherwise social media can definitely be overwhelming if you let it. (laughs) It can be. So one of my favorite ways to navigate that overwhelm is I mentioned I do time blocking and things like that, but I don't have any of my notifications turned on. I just turned them off. I started this in 2017. So I'd been in business for three years and I was having, I wouldn't say panic attacks because I wasn't diagnosed with anything, but the anxiety of hearing a notification was 
paralyzing me. I was not working because I was overly anxious about an email coming in or an Instagram DM or a Facebook message. And I wasn't actually getting any work done. I was overthinking everything. So in 2017, my New Year's resolution was to turn off notifications to see how it went. And I have not looked back. It has been a lifesaver for me and my relationship to social media. Like I actually enjoy it a lot more now. And I don't feel interrupted by it. I'm not pulled away by the demands of other people. I still check in every day. Sometimes I don't check in on the weekends. And what I've learned is it's okay. 99% of the time, it is not an emergency. Even if it is, there are ways people can get in touch with me. Like I still have my phone. All of my team has my cell phone. We have a lifeline for our clients if anything urgent happens on the weekends. Otherwise, we'll get to it on Monday. And for most of the time, that's okay. That's awesome advice because social media is 24-7. Like People are all around the world connecting with you. So having those boundaries in place is so important. I need to do that too. I actually had my notifications off, but I turned them back on a couple months ago and it's starting to drive me nuts. So I will be turning them back off. Do it. And as your business grows, like I mentioned earlier, you can just hire someone to assist with this. Now, the stage that I'm at in my business, I do have an admin assistant. And every day she goes in to check my messages. Now, I'm still checking too. So she's a backup. If there's anything I miss that she can answer, she'll just go ahead and answer it. But a lot of the time, she just sends me a report at the end of the day that's like, there are two messages on LinkedIn and one in Instagram stories that you need to respond to. And then I go, okay. And I go in and respond. Sometimes getting other people to support you. You don't have to do this all by yourself. It's such a great way to alleviate the stress of running the business. And you can focus on doing more of those business building activities that help you grow in the long run. Outsourcing will be your best friend, especially if your social media is gaining traction and is working, your business is growing and you're getting DMs constantly. Sometimes I would get so many DMs. I don't know if it's because of my introvertedness or my energy at the time. But I found that a lot of times when I had a lot of DMs, I would go in and I would read them all, but I just didn't have the energy to actually respond. So I would just mark them all as unread so I could go back later and do it. Honestly, (laughs) same. And even now the way Instagram works is even if someone on my team opens it and then I don't see it, doesn't mark it as read. So sometimes I don't even think to look there. This strategy does require a little bit more manual checks to make sure that you're not missing anything. But even then I found a missed message. Like how many times has one missed message destroyed our business? Probably not, right? And things happen. If it was something that was important that you're like, oh, I really wish I would have responded to that. I feel awful that I didn't for a week or a couple of weeks until I saw it and noticed it. People understand we're all human. And (laughs) if you're a busy entrepreneur, things happen and should be expected. So it's not going to be the end of the world if you do respond weeks later, like, oh, I'm so sorry I missed this and then respond as normal. (laughs) I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves when it comes to entrepreneurship (laughs) with certain things. Like if we don't respond right away or we mess up or feel like we made a mistake. Like we are very hard on ourselves. We are our worst critics and can really get in our heads about things like that. And it even bleeds over into the content we produce. I know some people who work so hard to put out A plus content. 
constantly on social media. Every hair has to be in the right place. You can't stutter in a video. The graphic has to be perfectly designed by a professional. And I think sometimes that desire to be perfect holds us back. I think part of the attraction of social media marketing over other traditional means like television ads and radio ads and billboards and things like that is that we're showing up with the rawness of it. We're showing up with the human element of it. And so part of being human is sometimes we stutter on our words. Sometimes we say filler words. Sometimes we don't have it completely right. I think that's part of the beauty of social media that business owners can lean into a little bit more. And be okay with putting out something that's A minus or B plus work. As long as people hear your message and resonate with it, that's the most important thing. It doesn't have to be perfectly polished using all the right words and the commas in the right space and all of those things. I think showing up with that human element is definitely a huge piece of the puzzle. So true. Just showing up authentically, like you don't have to be at a hundred percent every single post or every time you show up on video. For me, I really feel like, especially lately, I crave the more relatable and authentic content. If somebody only posts professional branded photos and they show up on video and it's like, you can tell it's like a great production. They have perfect lighting and all their makeup done and everything is just pristine. I think it removes a little bit of that authenticness for me. And I think as introverts, especially, we more crave that than seeing the perfectly polished image that you want to put out. Exactly. And people connect with different things. So whatever your audience is looking for, ultimately, they want to hear it from you. Otherwise, they would go follow up other people. Just be okay with showing up as you are and bringing that to the table. My audience knows I've got two dogs. They may bark at some point. I'm not editing it out. That's just my life, you know? (laughs) Same thing for live video. The other day, there was a fly in my office and it was bothering me so much that I was like, y'all, I cannot handle this fly right now. And in things like that, that people really connect to it because they go, well, if she can do it with her dogs barking in the background and a fly buzzing around her head, then I can do it too. It's so true. I'm in Belleville, Ontario. I knew you were in Canada, but I didn't know we were that close. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yep. I went down in Niagara. Wow. We are really close. This is the power of the internet at work right here. And you made me think of something. I try not to do video too much, but especially live video, just because I don't enjoy it and it doesn't work well for me. But yesterday I was outside and I was like, oh, it's a really nice day out. I'm going to work outside for a bit. I've got my three dogs out there. They're all being quiet, enjoying the nice weather. And I'm recording on my phone just a quick special announcement video for my Facebook group. And they just started going nuts at a squirrel. (laughs) like, okay, I'm just going to keep talking and just ignore it. And then I went back and replayed it in the group. It was so loud, but I'm like, this is just me, especially people that are already in my circle, my group members or people on my email list, like they know me. So that's absolutely fine. I think it just adds a level of realness. We're all human and we have pets and we're not pretending to be perfect all the time. Exactly. And I think that actually trying and pretending to be perfect all the time is turning more people off than it is attracting them to your brand. So I love that you posted that dogs and all go for it. And they kept going for like two minutes into the video. I'm like, oh, hopefully you can still hear me over them, but it turned out well. People got the basis for the video and the reasoning behind it. So 
I know you talked about who you work with through your agency. I'd love for you to talk about who would be perfect for your membership. I always joke that my perfect students or ideal students are the ones who open Instagram and they go, how do I even find Instagram reels? Or we go to Twitter and we're like, what do we even say here? Those are my people. So the way that we break it down in the program is through bite-sized lessons that are three to five minutes, easy to consume, easy to take action on. And one of our values is to really not make anyone feel silly for the questions that they ask. One of our students the other day was like, what is even a hashtag? Why do people use this? I don't understand how it works. And we already have training material around that, breaking it down. What is a hashtag? Why would you need to use one? It's at that level that we meet our students. And we find that they enjoy that because some of the other programs out there really speak to more advanced content creators, like the types of people who have way more time than business owners to spend on this. So they're spending three to five hours a day on social media when we recommend two to three a week max maybe even one to two a week max, depending on your workload. Our approach is really, really tuned into those online business owners. So typically you have a business that is based online and you reach a global audience. You either sell services or products. And it's ultimately helping break it down so that you can use social media as a tool to grow your business and finding out a way that works for you. And which platforms do you talk about in the membership? We talk about most of the major platforms. Right now we have courses on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Clubhouse. Coming soon is TikTok and Twitter. And then we also have workshops on other platforms like Pinterest that you can do as well. It's not a full-length course, but we do offer guidance there. We also have tutorials on YouTube and things like Canva, so how to create graphics. So we offer a lot. And then one thing that the members like the most is the done-for-you content. We've got graphics, captions where you just plug in your brand and go. That's easy to really get started and can shorten down that content creation time. That is awesome. So because you touch on so many platforms, what would your advice be about somebody who's just getting started, just launching their business and is really confused about which platforms they should focus on. What are your best tips for them figuring out where they should show up and focus on? So we teach this in our foundational course, which is called the Social Media Rockstar Framework Course. And we have like a cheat sheet to help you figure out which platform, but ultimately it relies on two questions to ask yourself. Number one is where do you like spending time? So as business owners, if we're the ones doing it, if I tell you, oh my gosh, you have to be on LinkedIn, and then you log in and go, I'm never using this. I hate it here. Then you're not going to use it, even if I tell you it's the best one for you. (laughs) So we like to start with which platforms you already spend time on and you enjoy. Then the second piece is how you like creating content. So some of our students like designing graphics. Some of our students prefer to write captions. Some of our students, if you put them on a video, they'll talk all day. But if you ask them to write a caption, their mind goes blank. So it really tunes into how you want to communicate to your people as well. So if video is your thing, then I may say, okay, let's think about how we can do an IGTV a week on Instagram, and then maybe do one or two reels as well. So 
don't even think about writing captions, put like three words in the caption that says, watch the video. (laughs) So really tapping into how they like to show up. And then that way they can actually get consistent and grow. And then ultimately we teach you how to grow to the point where you can bring in a VA. If you are that video person, then your virtual assistant can go through the video and make three posts that are text-based based on what you said in the video. We teach you how to get to that level, but baby stepping it, right? We're not jumping straight into posting twice a day, doing all these videos, writing all these captions. Because for a lot of us, we got a business to run and we don't have time for all of that. I love that you make social media seem a little bit simpler because I feel like a lot of courses, like you said, they just throw you in the deep end and are like, here, you need to post daily. You need to spend X amount of time doing all these captions. And then you need to be on LinkedIn. And I love that you focus more on tapping into platforms that focus on your strengths. That's the beauty of social media too, is that no matter what your strengths are, there's a way that you can use it for social media and be successful. Exactly. And not to knock on any of those other courses, because if you do follow that, and you can stick with those kinds of strategies, you will see more results. But a lot of us can't stick with those strategies. So then we beat ourselves up and then we delete Instagram off our phones and go, I don't want to look at this anymore. So I try to meet you halfway for where you are. And we use our rockstar pathway to help you. It's like a quiz style PDF that helps you see where you are. So some of you may need to just get consistent with content, but if you're consistent with content and you're not seeing growth, then we list out here are a few things you should consider as you're growing. And ultimately we do want to get you to the point, like if you don't like social media, then let's get you to the point where you can bring on a team to take over it. For me, that was bookkeeping. Like in my business, if I have to look at QuickBooks, my eyes will cross. So I need someone else to look at this and make sure we're staying on track. And it's the same with social media. You get to the point where your business is healthy enough that you can bring in staff to support you. And it's so important to, it doesn't have to be like a huge thing. Like even if you wanted to outsource just engagement and still create the content, there's ways to make it a little less expensive than having a full social media manager. There's so many things. I mean, even just hiring someone for five hours a week or 10 hours a month could be life-changing to get those 10 hours back and be able to focus on other things in your business. The changes that you can make and to move forward start to grow exponentially. I love outsourcing. It's so valuable, especially as you grow. You can really let go of the things that you don't enjoy, which is so exciting because most people start their business for freedom. And if you're stuck doing things that you just dread doing and you really dislike doing, you're going to get burnout pretty quickly. Thank you so much for being here. I have learned so much and I feel like a lot of people are going to resonate with this because social media is definitely a pain point for a lot of entrepreneurs, but especially introverts. I think we make it a little bit too complicated for ourselves. We get in our heads about it a little bit too much and then we're either not consistent with it or we just dread doing it. And I feel like you've really given us great advice about making it more simple. And ultimately what I would suggest is think about how 
you can make it work for you. There are so many different rules out there, so many different things you could do, but really it comes down to what will work for you. And I love analogy. So I'll use another one here, similar to like a balanced, healthy lifestyle. Some people are keto, some people are vegan. We've got everything in between. Some people are gluten-free, lactose-free, and it all is based on their own body and their own preferences. So thinking about what that would look like for you is the most important thing. And then sticking with it at your own frequency, but maintaining consistency. That's so important too. There's so many pieces of content out there about what you have to do for social media to grow and how you have to show up. Really, if that's not how you personally want to do things or you can't do it consistently because you don't enjoy it, I mean, it's not going to work for you. And I love that you definitely focus more on the person and individually, like what's going to work. So I would love for you to share where everyone can find you online. And we're going to have all of your links in the show notes for your membership, for your agency, for your podcast. But if you wanted to share where everyone can connect with you, that would be awesome. So as mentioned, my favorite platform is Instagram. And if there was anything that resonated with you in today's episode, I'd love for you to send me a little note on Instagram. I love to hear from you and connect with you there. And then if you like podcasts, definitely check out the Savvy Social Podcast. It is a show we've been running for over three years now. We talk all about social media strategies, really digging into what works for business owners. I interview people to give different perspectives. So not just my own lens, but other people's lenses on how they approach social media, as well as lots of advice on how business owners and virtual assistants or social media managers can do this as well. The podcast is incredible. So you definitely need to check that out. That's actually where I first came across you is through your podcast. And pretty much it's one of my go-to podcasts that I listen to regularly. Thank you so much. Yeah, we have a lot of fun creating the show. And we actually this year turned it into a video podcast as well. So we are on YouTube as well with the show. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out on YouTube too. Thank you so much for being here. This has been awesome. And everyone listening, if you want to learn more about how to make social media more fun, reach out to Andrea. She is absolutely incredible when it comes to social media and learn more about her membership, which is very valuable for anyone who's really struggling and overwhelmed with social media, or even just figuring out where you need to be on which platforms. It's definitely going to help you get clarity when it comes to using social media in a more mindful way. Yes. And thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at introvertpreneur.com and at theterrorread.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.